This segment is brought to you by Carbock. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. You see, uh, Charles Barkley is... Uh he says, uh, thanks to cancel cut culture, he's kind of sick of it. Apparently, he's been told he can't joke about big women in San Antonio anymore. He says, you can't even have fun anymore. Anybody who does something for entertainment value, like, you've got to be able to take it as, you know, nothing should be taken as mean. It should all be taken as entertainment, which a lot of comedy comes at the expense of somebody. Yeah. Your Astros are back in action tonight. McCullers is going to uh, start, and then I guess they're going to bring in Odorizzi. They're going to kind of piggyback those two. Uh, it's Rangers, it shouldn't matter, right? You would think. Although the Rangers have played them tough. Well, they didn't play them tough the first time they met. Although the Rangers have one good pitcher, and he's the pitcher tonight. So, you would think if they've got a chance, they get a pitcher coming off injury against the Rangers' best pitcher. This is the Rangers' best chance. Here's Fred, AJ, and the brewmaster himself, Eric. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter is at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At MK Pallet. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. Know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You missed the first two hours. That's some of what you missed. It'll all be on uh, ESPN975.com if you want to catch the podcast. And uh, if you miss any of uh, Eric Warner here, for however long he hangs out with us, you'll be able to get that on the podcast too. So I'm, I'm guessing you're out uh, fishing and and outdoorsing and enjoying life right now, Eric. Uh, I'm driving back from Colorado Springs to Salida. I'm looking at the Supermax prison. I pulled over, doing the safe thing here, make sure we have a uh, good connection, and and thank God, you know, for the little things in life, not having to spend the rest of your life in that place. It, well, are you saying, thank God, you're not in a maximum security prison? Yes. Well, AJ, I'm having that kind of day where I'm I'm just appreciating the, the you know, being alive and, and being clean, man. Well, I guess, I mean, I guess then we all win that game, right? Yeah, I, I don't think any of us have been in, in max prison, so that's a good thing. You've been, a, you've, been, you've been in jail, though, right? You've got, like, a night in the clink for some boneheaded thing, right? Me? Yeah. Oh, several. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, okay. I, I never. I never have actually. Yeah, Fred's. Yeah. Fred's a. Uh, you never have Fred, huh? No, Fred's a square. Or did you just have friends that would take the ball for you? Uh, no, it wasn't that. It was. Uh, I, and I don't want to say. I don't want to say where, but I, mean, I had. I had family in high places in certain areas around town that I didn't. You know, I, I tended to get out of trouble the few times that I would have been in it. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, man. There's there's nothing wrong with uh, it's it, as they say, not what you know, who you know. Well, and it was, speaking of what, who you know, uh, boy, did I drink a lot of your beer out on the river, Eric? It was a great time. Um, the the water was nice and cool, and, and I totally forgot that. We, remember, we had a big plan about what we were going to pitch to DG about like a summer pack. For Carbach, like doing like the uh, we we had that idea, and then we're like, oh yeah, we'll talk to him, and then we didn't, and then I realized that I was out on the river with the uh, the, the, the it's the inner tube. Uh, like the yeah, 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 yeah. You're not supposed to tell the idea, but yeah, that was the idea. Uh, somebody will take it. I know because well, we blew it. 
We blew it, man. We could you could have been, you could have rolled it out there. Speaking of new things, so I, I was uh, and and this is new to me, probably not new to you guys because you're way more cutting edge. But I, I was visiting this site. A buddy of mine wants to open a tap room in downtown Florida Springs, and right next to him is a bar whose sole like purpose and concept and reason for being is to throw hatchets. Have you heard of this? Yes. yes. And I've been and done it. And and what is it cool? Is it fun? Uh it was pretty fun one time. And now that I've thrown uh hatchets, I don't feel the need to ever go back and do it again. Like I I okay, that I I did it. It That's doesn't feel like a sustainable feeling. business. Bingo. Like like in 2 years they're going to have to completely remodel it to whatever the new sort of I mean, isn't it just sort of a different version of darts at the end of the day? Kind of, except it's a—I mean, it's way more of a pain in the ass and way more deadly, I would say. And you, like, you can't really do it when you're hammered. So I know there's privacy laws that would like totally prohibit this, but what would be great is if they had uh, a printer on site and you could like print a poster of your ex or your terrible boss. And, and hang that on the wooden block you're throwing the hatchet at. Now, that would be kind of cool. I mean, even if uh, even if you could bring your own, that would be good, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, uh, you, you know, I could see, like, uh, you know, some woman just got divorced, and she's together with all her friends, and she's got, like, a picture of her ex up there, and they're all just throwing the hatchet at the ex. I mean, I then I could see... But but apparently they have like mobile like even at beer festivals or concerts they have mobile versions of these. Have you heard of that? I've not seen that. No, I haven't. Yeah, either. But, got- but then again, you haven't been having these things for a year, or so. Yeah, true. So it's all. But no, we met the guy actually. He happened to be there. They're in the midst of constructing this place, doing the build out, and uh, he's like all in on this. Literally, he said he's investing his life saving i'm like oh boy but uh beer beer is uh always a good investment it's always going to be here what so what 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 did you kill first aj out there on the river uh the, the first time i went out there i i took only ranch water and uh so i i killed i would say probably the first float that we did was four hours, and I, w- I probably did about 16 to 20 ranch waters in the first float. Uh, and Damn. They, yeah. Impressive. Yeah, they can go, they go down pretty easy. And, they uh, do. And then I, 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 the only thing, I came back, I think, with like, I, I think tw- a 12-pack and half a 12-pack is all that, that came back. So I had a 12-pack left of Crawford Bach, and I took... No, I had two six packs left of Crawford Bog. I took, uh, I think six twelve or six uh, six packs out there, and I brought back half a six pack of the uh, the Tasty Waves. Gotcha. Well, you're not a big wheat beer guy, so that I, I drank I some though. That. I did drink some. I drank a lot actually. I'm impressed, yeah. man. So, so what? You know, you had a few days to to drink ranch water. I know you've had it before. You've had the different variants. So, of those four, what is your favorite? The watermelon. <laughs> Watermelon's the best. Yeah, me one. too. 
Me too, man. I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, Lyme Agave is a good, strong second for me, but those two are kind of cut above the other two for me. I like them, but I just think those two really hit the spot for me. And after you drink about 10 or 11, like my least favorite flavor is the lemon, and the lemon was just as delicious as the others after you drink about 10 or 11. Funny how that works. Yeah, right? yeah. I was like, oh man, this is actually this is maybe it's a good batch of the lemon. This is the best one I've had. <laughs> Can't imagine how that happened. Well, the Tasty Waves is, uh, you know, that's the beer out there right now. The seasonal. It's going to be around for a couple more months until we do the uh, the Carb October Fest. So uh, get get your folks get your uh, hands on some of that. And and the other thing to get your hands on is. Uh, <laughs> These tickets for our fireworks concert. We've got the Ghostland Observatory on July 3rd with uh, fireworks afterwards at the brewery. There, EG tells me there's less than a hundred tickets left, and we're still, you know, kind of observing a little bit of safety protocols and all that. So it's it's going to be an intimate, unlike the Love Street Music Fest where there's three thousand people. Uh, this is going to be capped at less than a thousand, so uh, you can go out there and it'll it'll be a really good chance to see a, a pretty uh, popular band. They were at our spring break concert a couple years ago and uh, played to rave reviews. All right. Well, and what what's the date on that? That is July third, so the day before the fourth. That's the way to do it. Saturday, exactly. Yeah. That's the way to do it because then people don't mind staying up all night partying on because Sunday. I mean, some not everybody has Monday off after July Fourth. I hate that. I hate that July Fourth ever falls on a Sunday. That's the worst. It should always fall. Oh, you're, like a month. A Monday is the best because then you get a four day or three day weekend. That's the way it should be, or a Friday even. But uh, actually, Tuesday, like Thursday or Tuesday, because then you can parlay it into almost like a. A four-day week. That is possible. That is possible. But, yeah, Sunday is, I think, officially the worst day to do it. Or maybe Wednesday would be the worst. But those are, yeah. neither one is good. So uh, yeah. wh- where can people get those tickets for the uh, for the event? So, yeah, just uh, go on to uh, any of the Carbox social medias, and there will be links there to uh, get your ticks. And, uh, yeah, get, go to directly to our website or Instagram page and uh, – you can uh, click and order away. And I don't think it's official yet. I don't think we're locked in, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be locked in that the uh, the last episode of the uh, the Fred and AJ iteration of The Blitz will be live at Carbach. So that's exciting news. Yes, that's on the 30th of July, right? The 30th of July, that is correct. And I'm go- I'm leaving it up to you. To put some really cool beers on tap for that that event, we got we got some stuff we can bust out for Th- sure. That's what I'm talking about. Both archive as well as um, uh, you know some new uh, R and D projects. So yeah, that that will be something I expect to see all the blitzers at. Um, you, you know, it, it's going to be uh, an incredible. Uh, well, what a send off, right? I mean, I hope so. I hope I hope it'll be a good time. So, uh, and it, the, obviously, with the with things kind of open back up, we can get a we can get a bunch of listeners out there and have a, a proper a proper last show with uh, with one of our our best sponsors that we've had over the last uh, several years. So, uh, we're look we're all looking forward to that, and I, it'll be a good time for sure. 
are you guys going to do like a uh, best of uh, clips from from the archives leading up to that the week I, before or something? I don't think so, but I do think Keg will do or uh, Fred will do a Keg stand when we get there that, instead of a best of. Fred will just do a Keg stand. How about that? I, I think that'll be good. I, yeah. I want to see some tears shed too. For, let's have Fred. Not do, happening. Fred will do a keg stand on Good Golly Miss Molly. Uh, oh, no, I love it. Not happening. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I will drink what, a hell of that? a lot of Good Golly Miss Molly, and I will be. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be Ubering out there for that one. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and you might be. You, you, Fred, you say you're not going to shed a tear, but I, I bet there'll there'll be a towards the end there'll be there'll be some emotional moments for sure mm, no nah, i hate this son of a bitch i'm ready for yeah, it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right that is that is uh eric warner the head brewer at carbach uh out in lovely colorado we'll let you get back on your way i don't want you to get raped outside that prison that would be terrible or inside the prison. or inside the yeah. prison uh and, yeah and if you get pulled over with all that dope in your car who knows what'll happen to you uh so <laughs> So, all legal here, my oh, okay, all okay. Legal. Well, well, they may think your amount is amount that you're trying to sell. I don't know. Do you have a license to sell all this, sir? But uh, but we will uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. All right, Eric. That's great, guys. Thanks. Have a good night. All right, man. Oh, that's good. That I can't think of a better place to have the last show. It's the only appropriate place. I yeah. feel. I mean, that's uh, that's going to be awesome. We are going to get. Uh, we're going to get pretty loaded that day, I'm guessing. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We will have a... Uh, I got a giveaway for you next segment. I got a gym of the day for you next segment. We'll be right back. It's a Blitz on ESPN 97.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz this Saturday, June 19th. Houston's hometown undefeated WBC middleweight world champion Jamal Charlo takes on hard-hitting Juan Macias Montiel live from the Toyota Center. Right now is your chance to win tickets for you and a guest. Uh, 620, we'll go with caller number two. And uh, if you don't win, make sure to catch all the action live and in person by getting your tickets now at toyotacenter.com or axs.com. And, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Fred, do you remember uh, DeAndre Wilfork? Uh, I do not. He is the son of Texans legend Vince Wilfork. And was he a one-year legend or a two-year legend? I don't I remember. I think he was a two-year legend. Uh, but I think his AGB commercials still live on sometimes. So mm-hmm. he's a large guy. Uh, but DeAndre, you may recall, DeAndre Holmes Wilfork played for the University of Houston football team, the the University of Houston Cougars. Did he ever actually play? I thought he like well, committed he, and then transferred before he ever played. I he, could be wrong. Well, he didn't transfer. He was dismissed from the team after he was charged with drug possession. No, oh, okay. Which depends, on, depends on the drug. Depends on the drug, sure. Um, but he's in more trouble now. He's been arrested and charged with stealing more than three hundred thousand dollars 
worth of jewelry from Vince Wilfork, including two Super Bowl rings. How did he get? Uh, how did he get discovered? Well, someone received a message who had seen the jewelry listed on a sports memorabilia site, and Wilfork was able to locate the buyer, who said, "Yeah, paid your son sixty-two grand for the rings," uh, and he since returned them uh, because he had was, they were reported as stolen property, um, and yeah, not a uh, he's been he was arrested and released on a three hundred thousand dollar bond. This was back in May. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, dude, I mean, you're stealing your own dad's uh, Super Bowl rings. Not a good look. That's not good. So, yeah, we were were talking about this on on, uh, Twitch, but I wanted to uh, let people know that the the thing we're talking about is uh, the Backyard Brew at East End Backyard is Saturday, June 19th. It starts at 1 VIP tickets uh, get you early entry from 12 to 1. There's going to be 17 breweries. There's going to be all kinds of vendors. There's going to be all kinds of band bands, uh, live art murals and stuff. So uh, really cool. Uh, check it out. Just go to, you, know, you, you can find it. Just Google Backyard Brewfest. So uh, I, I will be there. I guess I'm going to have to be there at noon. So because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be wanting that VIP. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, I got to do a Zadok Jewelers gem of the day the gem of the day it's the gem of the day the Zadok jeweler gem of the day all right uh this is another one of those things that, that kind of fits into the theme of the show today uh i'm a batman fan i think uh i have no doubt about that also a fan of catwoman also a fan of when batwoman batman and catwoman hook up Apparently, DC has said that uh, Batman is not allowed to perform oral on Catwoman. Why not? Uh, said basically, you, DC told uh, the co-creator of uh, Harley, which was uh, the cartoon, mm-hmm. I guess, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. They're like, heroes don't do that. What? So, so we say, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers? They were like, no, it's that we sell consumer toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also performing on someone. Is it? I don't think it's that hard. No. Mm. I didn't realize that. And like, when would they ever? Hey, uh, man, that. When would they ever show that in a Batman movie anyway? Well, I think it was in one of those cartoons. But there was superhero cunnilingus in a cartoon. Well, there was supposed to be, but it was not allowed. So uh, it says, basically, DC Comics asked the writers of HBO Max's Harley Quinn series to remove a scene that featured Batman performing on Catwoman because heroes don't do that. Uh, You know, Catwoman, yes. I could be that hero if just for one day. I'm I'm four, uh, and then uh, Zack Snyder was asked about. Uh, Do you think Superman ever gave pleasure to Lois Lane? God, yes. Yeah. Why do you think she was so enamored with him? Yeah, and in one of the movies, she had his child. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I could picture Batman being a selfish lover, though. Well, yeah. 
I mean, Although, he is an ultra rich, and Catwoman is basically a street but, okay, trash but a thief. D- has he not like hooked up with women as Bruce Wayne in the movies? Yeah, but that's different. He hooked up with uh, the the chick in uh, Dark Knight Rises who tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. That was a mistake. He, he hooked up with. Uh, uh, well, I think he, he never showed us showed her hook up with showed him hooked up with Rachel Rachel Dawes. He tried, but she she was yeah. engaged. Yeah, she was going for uh, Harvey Two Face. Yeah. Um, in the earlier movies, Kim Basinger. Yeah. So, yeah. Apparently the, uh, weather guy. Hope you're not into oral sex. Won't be getting any of that tonight. But I will. Because I'm Batman. (laughs) Batman's not a giver. (laughs) Uh, Bruce Wayne. Fine. But. Uh, I can't sell any action figures if I go down on you. It's in my contract not to. Apologies in advance. This ain't going to be great for you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, Batman. Mm. Uh, can Barbers Hill High School get a shout-out? The softball team won the state 5A championship, and the baseball won the state 5A championship. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Yeah. Props to both I think of them. Esme's nephew is on Barbers Hill uh, High School's, or maybe he's on their prep team. I don't know. Hmm. Um, also, I, somebody that we, we'll be having axe throwing at our seven-year anniversary at B-52 in a few weeks. All right, well, there you have so it. So if you want to go axe throw, there's a place. Anyway, that's your Zadok Jewelers Jam of the Day. Batman. The Jam of the Day. It's the Jam of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Jam of the Day. Rezzy wants to know if he can use that excuse. I'm going to be like, I can't. (laughs) I'm the Falcon. I've got a contract. (laughs) Uh I can't just go down on chicks willy-nilly. Plus, you're a criminal. I should be arresting you. I should turn you over to the authorities. Oh, my God. Mm, eh, here's, That's a different point altogether. Yeah. Here's a good point. Uh, they are worried that Batman might give Catwoman a virus that will become the next pandemic. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, the Batman flu. Oh, boy. Yeah, Astrag wants to know how they're going to sell fa- Falcon action toys. If I do that, yeah, that, that's that's what I'm going to tell her. I'm just saying, you know what? Sorry. You know, the Now, a, fal- a Falcon action toy is probably the same as Silly Putty. You could just go buy Silly Putty, and that would be it. But probably not something that you guys are even familiar with. And now you get the Poison Ivy jokes. Okay. Uh, the Bat Cat Flu. <laughs> is that what they would call it? Yeah, I guess so. I the Gotham that. flu. Yeah. Gotham gonorrhea. <laughs> God. You, you know, now I see why. You're just ruining Batman for me. <laughs> yeah. I, although, you know what? There was one film where he was in his Batman suit and he was he didn't he didn't sex her, but he definitely was uh was kissing Catwoman, if I'm not mistaken, in one of the early films. Yeah, I don't know about this. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 
three seven seven six. Speaking of oral, did you see uh, <laughs> what Seth MacFarlane is working on? No, I did not. A TED TV series. Okay. Um, which yeah, I don't know. It it uh, it says none. Of, the The problem with it is is Mila Kunis and Mark Wahlberg are not coming back, especially Mila Kunis. Uh, but he's going to, he's going to, McFarlane's still going to be the voice of the bear. Okay. And he's going to write the script. He's a funny dude. He's, he's, he's a really good writer. Um, are you interested in a Ted series? Uh, there's been two Ted movies, right? Yes. Yeah. And, I think and- I'd rather have a, a third Ted movie than a Ted TV series. Yeah, I, I could go for another movie. Can can you find the uh, the audio of them singing the Law and Order song together? It's one of the funniest things ever. I'll have to find it because I, I thought there was a part of it that wasn't safe for work. Um, it may not be. So, uh, boy, apparently the weather sucks out there. I just got a yeah. text from a friend of mine over at Coaches saying, "Man, so you know, it's raining like crazy over here." Well, it, it you know, they still got like thirty four minutes before the game. So, uh, Batman should just use AJ's dig and tell his creator to eat his balls. That that would kind of be very. Never mind. Um, I'll never look at my Batman Pez dispenser the same. <laughs> oh boy, ninety-seven fives down. Uh-oh. Only ninety-two fives working. Why? Did we uh, catch a catch a bolt of lightning or something? I don't know. Uh, my wife texted me and was like. Yeah, she was planning on grilling burgers tonight. Yeah. And it's like pouring down rain outside. And I was like, so wait, does that mean you're not grilling burgers? She's like, no, I will. I'm just kind of waiting for it to die down some. I mean, we got a covered patio. It's fine. Just get out there in the rain. Power through. Yeah. Do your job. Remember how much money you cost us because we had to pay for the park. Do your job. Uh, Now I got to go to the Doppler and find out what the hell's going on. (laughs) Or at least the mega Doppler. That, that that's that's the best one. I mean, I mean, if you put a mega in front of something, it has to be better, right? Uh, yeah, mega Doppler greater than Doppler, mega insurance greater than just regular insurance. That was me setting you up for. Yes, uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> TGS Insurance is the best insurance. Why? Because they're the insurance that wants you to to pay less money for insurance. What kind of business model is this, by the way? Like, it's crazy to think. TGS wants you to pay less. What business says, "Hey, come in and we're going to get you. We're going to take the least amount of money possible from you." That's unbelievable, but it's great for us. Great for us. And TGS does just that. All it takes is a text. You text the word "money" to twenty three twenty three twenty three. They'll ask for your address. You send that back, and within fifteen seconds, they'll have a full and firm homeowner's insurance quote right there in your inbox. And chances are good, you're going to save money. You're going to save a ton of money. I, I mean, the average customer is saving over $900 a year. I saved over 1000 Not everybody's going to save that much because guys like Graham down the hall saved 2600 So somebody's got to save like, you know, $8 that just to even it out. But don't be the – I mean, what if you're the guy who could save 2600 Check it out. Text the word money to 232323. Start saving today with TGS. The time because they ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real. Let's go. 
fun sports. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Two segments to go. For those of you who are heading to Creighton's thing at uh, Coaches in Midtown, the rain has uh, apparently stopped. So There's no hockey watching in the rain. I'm sure there is. Oh. Um, and guys, so disgusting with some of the things you have to say about Catwoman. I'm, I'm down. You're all disgusting. You'll be disgusted by this. You know what they're making? What are they making? A new Dungeons and Dragons movie with Hugh Grant in it. Oh my God. How far is Hugh Grant? Grant. Remember when he was like the the most (laughs) famous actor in the world? He was like the the world's sexiest man. And And then he hooked up with a prostitute. Yeah. Which listen, I mean, some guys do. Uh, You know what? Here's another name that you might know. Chris Pine is in it. Wow. These guys really are falling off. And Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, She of uh, Fast and Furious 6 fame, I believe. Or 5. I get them confused. (laughs) I get it. But she has a... uh, Her character is basically... I mean, this could be any woman. It's her wearing a mirror face mask over her entire face. I mean, that... So you, you have her... But that's that's what she's gonna sort look of like. yeah. yeah. I'm like, eh. That's Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. I mean, I don't I don't know how hot she is now, but I mean, she's, she's 42, so she's a relatively hot chick. That's what she sold herself as in the movies. <laughs> uh, this is Hugh Grant's outfit. I'm guessing he looks like. I mean, wouldn't he wear that normally? It's like a a purple scarf and like some kind of wizard shirt. I don't know. Uh, all I, all I can say is. As much as I would love for this to not suck, I think it's got to suck. Yeah. Uh, all of them have. So, anyway. Somebody says, uh, can you guys name the best father and son hype that actually lives up to the hype? Fred, this could be a sports map article. Any sport, any sport, good athlete, father, good athlete, son. I, I don't do anything for sports map anymore. So, um, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, bonds and bonds, pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, what about um, Griffey Griffey? The ball boys and their dad. Lonzo Lamel. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Stop. Oh, uh, the Guerreros. Vlad Guerrero, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Because <laughs> Jr. looks like he's he's going to win an MVP here and at some point. Vlad Guerrero is a, a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's Did you a good say one. Jose Cruz and senior and junior. Um, I would say less accomplished than the Guerreros. Yes, but probably better than the balls. Yeah, yeah, probably. I was, well, I was joking he, he, about the balls. That was, that was uh, him being facetious. Just, just want to. Are, are you are you a person on Twitter today? I was just checking. Am I one of those people that Chuck Schumer talks about? What? Uh, Is that what you're referring uh, to? No, I'm not even referring to that word. Because I will get canceled. Although you were you were referenced it, so maybe they should cancel you and not me. Because I, I didn't actually say anything. 
significant weather advisory for northeastern Galveston, southern Chambers, and eastern Harris counties until 715. The hell? What about the Von Erichs? Fritz Von oh, Erich and his sons. Winner. Winner. Or Bob and Randy Orton. I mean, or, those are pretty or, good ones. Uh, what about the... Wasn't the whole Hart family pretty good, too? Yeah. And, and got one dead? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. There's your number one. Uh, so he says, if Cooper's Manning's son turns out to be great, that would be three generations. Is that a first? Yeah, except I don't think you can count Cooper's kid. It would have to be Peyton Eli Eli's Peyton's kid. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't the Matthews family three generations deep now? Yeah. 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 But... Yeah, because like, that's, I mean, that that's like getting a great racehorse out of uh, a full brother to American Pharaoh, <laughs> you know, that didn't never do anything. See, I just compare the Mannings to racehorses. That's, that's, that's what I do with human beings, guys. Cancel me. Uh, Daniel, Brett and Bobby Hall. That's a good one. Well, that's a good one, too. Uh, and, and there's a lot of good young hockey players now that whose parents are really good, like Brady Kachuk. His dad, his dad was really good. Keith, uh, yeah, his dad was Keith, and you know, and you're starting to see the cool thing is a lot of them are Americans now, mm-hmm. even though their dads were Canadian. They moved down here and married hot American chicks, and then spawned nice little hockey players. And Del Curry was a nice basketball player. <laughs> Del Curry was a, was a really good basketball yeah. player. I, I'd put that one. In, I'd say that's maybe top five. I, it could be. I, I'm going to go look up Del Curry's stats, but I, I mean, he was one of the better three-point shooters. I bet Del Curry and Bobby Bonds are kind of similar. Yeah, I mean, if you were comparing apples to oranges, um, yeah, maybe. But I remember Del Curry being a, a very good player. Yeah, uh, career only averaged eleven point seven points. Uh, okay, so never, maybe not. He had well the last few years. He didn't do anything. It's probably why he hung around and his averages went to hell. His last three years, he averaged seven points, six points, and six points. Really, the last five years, nine points, ten points, seven, six, six. Before that, uh, he, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go Bobby Bonds probably better. Okay. His best season, he averaged 14.8 points per game. Um, I, th- I, th- I thought he was better than that. I thought I remembered him being better than that. So, yeah, not not exactly. I mean, he had a nice long career. What about it was kind of like Kwame Brown. What career. about uh Rick Barry and his sons? He had three sons make the NBA. Yeah, but was any of them or any of them really good? Uh, all right. I mean, Barry was a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I think John Barry played with the Rockets. He was okay. Uh, you know who is is not bad is Tim Hardaway and Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr. is pretty good. He is. They may be on to something with that mm-hmm. one. Uh, Paper Chest says Doc Rivers. Manute Bowl and Bowl Bowl. Bowl Bowl. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there you go. That's a good one. I don't one. know how I didn't think of that one. Hmm. Uh, 713-780 ESPN. Kellen Winslow Sr. and Jr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one actually had potential. It had to be potential, honest. but I mean, Winslow Jr. got famous for other things. Uh, Kellen Winslow was senior was fantastic. What about Bill Walt? Oh, Bill Walton and Luke Walton. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, that'll work. I'll allow it. Okay, what about? Although I'm not sure Luke is really his kid. 
What about Michael Thompson and Clay Thompson? Um, I'll allow that. Even though Michael spells his name with a Y, yeah. and I don't like it, but yeah. I'll allow it. Um, I guess technically Clay spells his name with a K. Yeah, uh-huh. which is uh, not, not ideal. No. So then uh, I'm sure five years from now we'll be talking about Bron and Bronny. <laughs> by, by the way, Bronny, what a stupid name. <laughs> Come on, LeBron. Um, is his name Bronny or is his name LeBron Jr. and they just call I, him Bronny? I think Bronny. they call him Bronny, but that's that's also stupid. Yeah. So, uh, Cecil and Prince Fielder. Well, that was a good one. That was a good one. If, if Prince hadn't uh, just totally ate himself out of the league. I mean, both of them kind of did. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's the family business, right? Eating. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Thomas and Isaiah Thomas Jr. That's a good one. Isaiah Thomas Jr. was pretty close to being a really good player at one point. Yeah. Not, not like his father. Marty... Do you, do you know that Prince Fielder and Cecil Fielder have the exact same amount of career home runs? I did not know that. 319. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Maybe he just quit when he got to 319. Prince hit for better average, more RBI. He was a better player. But he was also fatter. Mm. But I remember Cecil had that year when it was like, Cecil was one of the first guys in a long time where it was like, oh, he, I think he got it to like, and that's this. This is telling. He got up into the fifties, and it was like, oh, maybe he's the guy who's going to break Roger Maris's record. And this was in like the late eighties or early nineties. Yeah. And I think he, I don't know exactly what he ended up with. It was nowhere close to sixty-one. I, I think he got in, into the low fifties, but it was like a big deal that Cecil Fielder was like hit, hit over fifty home runs. Yeah, because once you got over fifty, the the pressure started kicking in too. Do you think Cecil was, was on the roids? Uh, no, I think he was on hamburger. Okay, let's see what he, how many home. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to read you some stats and I'll ask you again, and then you, you'll give me the years. Okay, 1985 through 1988, his first four seasons in Major League Baseball. Yeah, he hit four four. 14 and 9 home runs for Toronto. Okay. I don't know. Oh, was 1989 the player strike? Uh, Yeah. Okay, so he didn't play in 1989. 1990, he came back. 51 homers, 132 RBI. Yeah, that was that was prime. That was prime. Steroid. 44 homers, 133 RBI. I mean, that's like... That's an outrageous jump. Yeah, yeah I'm, okay. I'm going to go with yeah, Roy. I think I think my favorite <laughs> jump besides Lenny Dykstra that that one's up there. Richard Hidalgo is up there. Uh, go check uh, Kirby Puckett. Brady Anderson's was wild yeah. too. Yeah. So Let's see Kirby Puckett. What, what, did I think he, have he a had. Huge jump? I think he had like three, five, and then suddenly people don't like to talk ill of him because he's he's dead and all. Yeah, right. Zero four. 31. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Um, somebody mentioned in the Earnhardts, but you know what? Here's a dirty little secret. We're talking about sports. Uh, but you, you can you can hit Trey up on this. Earnhardt Jr., extremely possible, uh, pro, uh, popular. Not a, not a really great The driver. Labontes are a better racing family. Mm. Everyone knows that. I don't know that for sure. I, well, I don't know. That's the only other. But there's a, no, there's there's a, a lot of race car families. There's the Petties. Yeah. There's the Andretti's. That was Formula One, though. Yeah. Well, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. And 
Yeah, well, and also IndyCar, so, which, okay, we're, well, that's it, That end of discussion. Okay. Get a little hey man bleep that when we come back. I, I've got, I've got an interest. I, I think it's an interesting story from Oklahoma of all places. All right, we'll be back for one more second. Nothing interesting about Oklahoma. Well, it's typical Oklahoman. How's that? All right. Which is the Florida of the Midwest. All right. We'll be Julio right Cesar Chavez and Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Mm, Jr.'s okay. Oh, yeah, all, right, all, right, all right. Is that the best boxing one, though? Uh, I don't know. Leon and Corey Spinks. Yeah. Um, Leon and his brother were probably the better two. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a good one. I don't yeah. think I don't know if we've had MMA long enough to have a father. No, I mean at high level anyway. All right, we'll be right back. It's the Bliss on ESPN ninety seven five ninety two five. This is the Blitz. The Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz with one final segment. A couple of names that uh, got thrown out by Creighton, who's apparently listening on his way over to his watch party, where he's going to say, suck all the D's to the lightning. I don't, know. I don't think it's going to work out for him tonight, but we'll see. Gus Bell, Buddy Bell, and David Bell, uh, the Boons, Ray Boone, Bob Boone, Brett and Aaron, and yeah. Floyd and Floyd Jr. Yeah. I- I'm going to give you my number one of all time, Godzilla and Godzuki. Okay. I'm, a- I'm just going to stick with that. I don't think any of these... Give other- Vlad Jr. a little more time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But uh, What about Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong? Uh, wasn't it... Well, wasn't uh? it uh, yeah, I'll-, I'll still take... Oh, you know what? I don't know. I, I like that. I like that matchup because, well, I'm pretty sure Godzilla takes Donkey Kong. Godzuki's pretty small, and, and it doesn't have the 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 power of Godzilla. So I don't know. It could in, in most of the movies, Godzuki uh, actually almost got killed a few times. All right, let's do Hey Man bleep that. This this is a ridiculous conversation. Kind of like it. Uh, I'll do one first. The first, this happened in Finland, which is way more uh, progressive than the United States of America when it comes to sexuality, certainly. And very attractive women in Finland. Yeah. Well, some women uh, were in a sauna and were asked to leave because they were topless. Uh, I don't know what the rules are. Like, I, I always assume that women in America go into the, in the sauna... Like, if there's a shared sauna, like, I, I don't know what the rules are. I really don't. Like, if you're at a gym where there's a sauna in the men's locker room, there's no rules. And guys will just go in there with their balls out and everything. And I hate it. I hate it. And I always tell myself, well, when it's a shared sauna, the men, they feel like they they need to cover themselves. 
and the women feel like that they want to cover themselves because there's disgusting, creepy men in the sauna. But I don't know what the rules are. Is it is it publicly legal for a woman to go in there topless in a in a sauna like a, a 24 hour or something? I've never actually seen it. I've never seen a shared sauna. Yeah. You've never seen a shared sauna? No, you've never I've seen... never seen a, a, a co-ed sauna. Well, yeah, the gym we used to go to all the time has one, and I never saw anyone topless in there ever. But you would see dudes with just a towel wrapped around No, them. no, everybody was always... Everybody had at least, at least their shorts on. Here's what I'll say. Uh, you must be going to hang well, out with disgusting... The same gym you did, and you know what's going on there. No, that's... People that's, pooping in the shower and... Yeah, that's true, but I, <laughs> I think those dudes were just trying to... Trying to uh, attract themselves. Yeah. Uh, but here's the here's the thing for me. If we're going to have rules about women being topless in these things, there needs to be rules about men sitting in their butt naked. Sitting on a towel in the sauna is not enough. Like, you need to cover it. Okay? I don't, I'm not going... Uh, when I was cutting weight, like, to fight... Normally, if I go in the sauna and there's a, a totally naked dude in there, I just leave. I'm, I don't like it. it. It makes me uncomfortable. I can't believe this happens. I've, I, and all the time I went to that place and the one up the road, I never once saw a naked dude in there. Now, I've never, I'm saying I've never seen a naked dude at that one because okay. it's a co-ed sauna. Okay. But the 24-hour that was, it's closed now, the one that was closer to my house, it had one in the men's locker room. Oh, well, that's, that's fine. Yeah. And that's there just were, the same as guys walking around naked in the locker room. Uh, yeah, I don't like it, though. I don't. I feel like in the sauna with all the sweat and the heat and everything's floating in the air. I, I don't want naked guys in the sauna. But I had to sit in there once when I was cut. I had to stay because I had to cut weight. And there was a guy, and I mean, he had his feet just I mean, like his feet couldn't have been further apart. Why? So if we're gonna have rules about women in the sauna being topless, we need to put an end to male nudity in the sauna. Cover it with a towel. That's all I ask. All right. To that I say, hey man, f- that. You can let these Finnish women know that while I won't have a, a a sauna, I will have a jacuzzi on the at Falcon Ranch, and they're okay. welcome, and they can be topless there or by the pool, whatever they want, because we're going to be a free society. All right, uh, I promised you Oklahoma. I don't know if you've seen this video, but a pilot in Oklahoma decided that he was going to get as close to a funnel cloud as possible. And fly circles around it and record it. Not wise, guys. Uh, I, I got to tell you, there's certain things that I ain't bleeping with. Rhinoceroses. Yeah. Um, you know, probably not bears. I'm not flying a plane next to a tornado. Now, it's a little skinny bastard. It's not one of those big Oklahoma tornadoes that destroys cities. But I'm pretty sure I'm not a pilot. And maybe a pilot could clarify this for me. Pretty sure that's a dumbass idea. Yeah, don't do that. Do not mess with tornadoes if you're a pilot. To that I say, hey man, f- that. Uh, mine is taking issue with uh, your people, Fred. As I'm not the biggest hockey fan in the world, but the idea of drinking beer out of the Stanley Cup is something that kind of would be on my bucket list if I, you know, had better access to it. Well, Molson's going to brew beer that has been poured through the Stanley Cup, so. Some people would count it as, you know, hey, I drank a beer out of the Stanley Cup. It's off my bucket list. <laughs> I, I'd i probably count it if I were near my deathbed. But at the same time, they're doing it and only releasing it to Canadians. Because, well, yeah, Canadians should be the only ones to drink out of the Stanley Cup. Because 
they invented hockey or something stupid. So the fact that they're not releasing, I mean, granted, it's not good beer, but it's poured through the Stanley Cup, which is still pretty cool. And I can't get a hold of it because I'm not Canadian. Hey, man, f- that. Are they going to be bottling it? Yes. Well, I might be able to bring you one back. I, it's probably going to sell out. Yeah, we'll see. I might know people up there. I could get it shipped down here. People might owe me some favors. I bet we can make that happen. Anyway, how's your hangman bleep that's? Hey, pretty solid show for a Tuesday, I'm going to say. I mean, I ignored the dickweed textures, which, you know, that happens. That's good. But I thought we had some fun discussions. All right. I want you to find that Ted song for tomorrow, by the way. I found it. I have to bleep, like, the giant middle section. Mm -hmm. All right. Really good job today, Aaron. Really good job today, AJ. Soccer Matters coming up next. Where's he at again? It's at the Marquee. Hugh O'Connor's at the Marquee. Hugh O'Connor's at the Marquee. So um, if you're in that area, go check him out. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure he will definitely dive into France and Germany. And and I'm sure he'll talk about that goal yesterday from the Czech dude. That was the replay we were watching. It was pretty badass. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Till tomorrow. Stay sports, you bitches. Seven five.